how creative entrepreneurs can stand out and get hired even in a saturated market. In this episode, I'm going to show you how niching down can actually make you more desirable to your ideal customer, help you get hired more frequently, make more money in your small business, and work less. Welcome to the From Better Half to Boss podcast. I'm Tavia Redburn, and on this show, I share how I retired my husband from his nine to five with my birth photography business, all while homeschooling my three kids. If you have a passion, there is a reason. It's because you were made to follow that passion. It's your time to go from better half to boss. Welcome to episode three of From Better Half to Boss. I am so, so excited that you guys are here. This is the first episode that I'm recording after we launched the first three episodes of the podcast. And oh my word, the response has been overwhelming and so exciting. So thank you to everyone who has taken the time to listen to the first few episodes, leave us a review on iTunes and share this show with your friends. I see each and every one of you doing that on social media and it makes my heart explode every single time. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I want to highlight our review of the week, which is from Erin Ray 07. She said a must hear podcast for any Boss Babe. This is a wonderful podcast. When listening to Tavia, I feel at ease and like someone who is where I want to be has been where I am. Just five minutes in and I already felt like she was a long lost friend just chatting with me about what I love. Oh my gosh, Erin, that makes me so happy because that's my number one goal with this podcast is to make it feel like we're just sitting down and having a cup of coffee and talking about business, which is what I love talking about. So that review made me so, so happy. Thank you so much. Just as a reminder, we're giving away a $50 Amazon gift card when we hit 25 reviews. So if you haven't already, make sure to leave an honest review for this podcast on iTunes. If you need help doing that, you can go to thebeautyandbirth.net slash podcast, and it will walk you through how to leave a review. Okay, so let's get into today's episode. We're talking about how creative entrepreneurs can stand out and get hired even in a saturated market. This is a subject that is really important to me because I know for a fact that when I chose to specialize in birth photography, that's when my business really took off. The biggest problem I see most small business owners making when they start their business is thinking that they can't specialize or niche down because they'll limit the number of clients they can serve, which means they'll make less money. So many photographers right now and business owners in general are overwhelmed, stressed out, and undercharging. They're burnt out not loving photography anymore, not loving their industry anymore, and almost ready to quit because it feels like they can't limit the number of clients they serve by specializing, but they also can't get hired right now doing all the genres. So I totally get it. I believed for a long time in my photography business that if I could take pictures of anything and everything, why not? Like, why would I limit the number of things that I can photograph and people that I could photograph when I could photograph everything? Maybe you've had the same thoughts before. It's logical to assume that the more people who want what you have, the more income you can make. But by believing that choosing a niche equals making less money, what you're really saying is 
You can only be successful if you're a jack of all trades. Successful photographers and small business owners think differently. What if you could niche down to a super specific specialty that you love and serve more clients, make more money, and make more impact? That's what we're going to talk about here today. I just want to say I have no idea how you say the word niche or niche. Apparently, I say it different ways in the same podcast episode I just realized. So that's cool. We're just going with it. Um, So some of you know my story, but when I started my photography business, I photographed anything that someone would pay me for. I did senior sessions and baby sessions and newborns and families and headshots. You name it, I did it all. Um, The problem was each time I was photographing a new genre or a genre that I didn't shoot often, I was taking precious time to research poses and locations and props for that type of shoot. It was taking a lot of time and energy. Plus, I couldn't say I was really good at one thing or another because I had spread myself so thin across so many different genres. Once I photographed my first birth in 2012, I knew I loved it and I chose to specialize in it. That moment is when my business really started to take off because I was known for something. If someone asked for a photographer online, hundreds of people would comment and it was really unlikely my name would be mentioned. But if someone asked for a birth photographer online, less people would comment because it was more specific and it was much more likely my name would get mentioned. Before I knew it, I was known as a birth photographer and booking clients became so much easier. Here is a real life example of the power of niching down and specializing. So I was at a local meeting um, here in Oklahoma City for small business owners, and I was chatting with a social media manager. I asked who she serves, and she told me creatives, which is a niche and it is specific. But because I knew how powerful it was for my photography business to really niche down, I asked her, if you had to get more specific, who would you want to serve? Like inside the creative's niche, choose like a a subset of people. And we talked about it for a little while. And she eventually said she wanted to serve interior designers. So a little while later in the meeting, we went around the table to tell what we did. And she said, after our conversation, I'm a social media manager who helps interior designers. Immediately, like immediately, a girl across the table piped up and said, oh, I know an interior designer that you need to talk to. And I was like, boom, mind explosion, a connection was made. And I knew the power of niching, but seeing it in real time like that was so cool. Like, They made a connection right then because of how specific she was saying she serves interior designers. If she had said just creatives, the likeliness of that person saying, oh, I know an interior designer you need to talk to would have been much lower. But because she said interior designers, they made a connection. So cool, right? So hopefully these two examples are showing you how powerful it is to niche down, especially, especially when you're just starting out. Another benefit to niching down, niching, it'll be back and forth. Like I just can't choose apparently. Sometimes I feel fancy and say niching. (laughs) Sometimes I feel Oklahoma and say niching. So here we go. 
Um, Another benefit to niching down really, really specifically is creating social media posts and content. It's going to be so much easier once you're speaking to a specific person. You're no longer trying to please anyone and everyone. You're speaking to a really specific person, like the social media manager speaking to an interior designer. Posting on social media for her is going to be a lot easier because she's speaking directly to that interior designer. Same for me as a birth photographer. It's so much easier for me to write social media posts and create content for my blog knowing who I'm trying to speak to. I love this quote from Marie Forleo, and I say it to myself often. It is, if you're talking to everyone, you're talking to no one. So get specific. So right about now, you might be getting on board the specialty train, right? Like it might be starting to sound exciting. It's making sense. And one super cool thing about niching down is that it usually means you get to charge a higher price also. So here's what I mean. Imagine that you needed brain surgery. Are you going to hire a brain surgeon or a general surgeon? I mean, hands down, I know I'm going to the brain surgeon. So do you think the brain surgeon sees less patients than the general surgeon? Maybe, maybe not. They might see the same amount of patients, but do you think the brain surgeon makes more money than the general surgeon? The surgeon with the super niche specialty, do you think he makes more money than the general surgeon? So I actually looked it up and the answer is yes. According to salary.com, brain surgeons average 200% more per year than general surgeons. So, so far we've discovered that if you niche down, it becomes easier to get hired overall. You stand out from the crowd, like our example of the social media manager. You're more likely to make more money because of your specialty, as in the general surgeon versus brain surgeon example. And it becomes easier to write social media posts and create content because you're speaking to a very specific person. I mean, this sounds like a total win, right? So you might be thinking, okay, cool, but how the heck do I choose a specialty? Or maybe you have a specialty, but you're not sure if it's specific enough. So I want to show you the three steps to find your specialty so you can stand out increase your overall income, and get hired more easily. So the first step to finding your specialty is to determine who do you love working with? Think back to a client that you had that was so easy to work with, just really fun and enjoyable from the beginning. Um, They paid their invoices on time. They showed up when they were supposed to. They 100% trusted you to do your job really, really well. Can you think of that person, somebody that was just really fun to work with, that was just a no-brainer? Like, if I could copy-paste that person and run my business from them, I would. Can you think of that person? Pause this if you need to really, like, stop and think about it, because before you move on, I want you to have that person in your mind. Do you have them? Okay. So now that you have your dream client in your mind, what work did you do for them? So if you're a photographer, were they a birth client? If you're a hairstylist, was it a bridal party that you loved working with? Okay, so get specific about the work that you did for that person. And if that feels good and that feels like it could potentially be your niche, let's move on to step two. Now that you have the niche, I want you to make it more specific. Even if you came into this episode today thinking that you already have your niche nailed down, I want you to ask yourself, is this hyper-niched? Because the more niched, the better. 
When it starts to feel really uncomfortable, you know you've hit your sweet spot. So when you're like niching down and niching down and you're like, okay, that's too small, that is likely right where you need to be. The bigger your niche audience, the more specific your hyper niche needs to be. So here's what I mean. For example, I have a few examples for you guys. A photographer who specializes in babies is a niche. Babies is the niche. But a photographer who specializes in birth is a hyper niche of the baby genre. Does that make sense? I don't know why I said, does that make sense? Because no one can respond to me because I'm speaking into a microphone. (laughs) Uh, Habit, I guess. A photographer who specializes in weddings is a niche. A photographer who specializes in on-location weddings for second marriages is a hyper niche within the weddings genre or niche. I wonder how many times I've said niche in this episode. If you're playing a drinking game with the word niche, um, you just let me know. (laughs) A social media manager, a social media manager who specializes in helping creatives is niche. A social media manager who specializes in helping interior designers is hyper niched. I hope that that's starting to click in your mind. I've got one more example. An event planner who specializes in corporate events is niched because an event planner could have planned any type of event, but one who specializes in corporate events is niched. But an event planner who specializes in helping online entrepreneurs launch their first live event is hyper niched. Hopefully you can see how it's almost like a big circle with the occupation, a smaller circle with the niche, and then a smaller circle inside that with the hyper niche. So the three steps to finding your specialty, one is to determine who you love working with, who is your dream client, then make your niche even more specific than feels comfortable. Find that hyper niche. Then the third piece is going to be to put your niche on blast change your Instagram bio, change your website, and start showcasing this new hyper niche. So you might be wondering if you need to make some big announcement on social media. And I personally think if you just start changing your marketing and showcasing who you're now serving, they're going to start coming to you. Another question I get often is, if someone who inquires isn't in my niche, can I still accept them as a client? So this one is 100% dependent on your personal situation, um, specifically your financial situation. If you really need the money, I say go for it. Uh, But if you accept a client that's outside of your niche, just remember, one, you're not sharing this client online because this client isn't your niche and you don't want to confuse people with your marketing. Like, I don't want to start showing wedding photos all of a sudden because I got hired for a wedding when I'm trying to specialize as a birth photographer, right? So if you accept them, you're not sharing them online. And number two, just keep in mind, it's likely going to take you extra time to serve these people well. Remember my example um, back when I used to photograph anything and everything, I was so spread thin trying to find out locations and poses and props for these sessions that I wasn't really used to doing. So just keep those two things in mind. If it's a genre I've never photographed before, I would be very likely to turn that down. So step number three is put your niche on blast. Change all the things, your website, start showcasing your brand new niche. I promise you guys, this sounds so counterintuitive, but it really, really works because when you're really specific to one type of niche or specialty or genre, you're naturally going to start attracting those people 
like a magnet. If you decide to stay a generalist in your industry or a jack of all trades, how are you going to stand out among an ocean of other people who do what you do? Do you want to be stuck feeling lost in a crowded and saturated market? I don't. And if you feel like even for my birth photographers out there, if you feel like birth is even not niched enough, you could hyper niche to a specific type of birth. You could hyper niche to catering to home births or hyper niche to catering to VBAX or something like that. You want to niche down so that it feels uncomfortable. And if birth feels like this already feels uncomfortable, go with that. And I think that birth in general is small enough right now that it is still considered a hyper niche. So at this point, the way I see it is you have two options. Number one, continue to do it the old way, trying to appeal to anyone and everyone who will give you money. Or two, get hired easily for something specific that you love to do by hyper niching down and choosing a specialty. Because when you choose to niche down to that hyper niched specialty, you'll have more fulfillment in your work. Plus become a magnet for your ideal client, make more money and have more impact. If you are a photographer listening to this and you're ready to choose to specialize in birth, we are opening our birth photography certification course in just a few weeks. So go to the beautyandbirth.net slash certification, which is where you can join the waitlist and be notified when it's available. Remember to also click subscribe where you're listening to this podcast and leave us a review because we're giving away a $50 Amazon gift card after we hit 25 reviews. So make sure to go jump in before we hit that 25 and we're pretty close right now. My friend, if you have a passion, it is not an accident. Not everyone loves photography or event planning or real estate. Whatever your passion is, it's there for a reason. So what are you going to do with that passion? Get out there and make it happen. Have a great week.